broadcasting from the Blanchestan Centre. This is Phoenix FM. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. According to the Nerd Index, you should be upside down in a junior high toilet around the clock. This is Sparta! All your base are belong to us. The balls are inert. And now it begins. Hello, everybody. This is Rin here from Nerd to No Basis, and I am joined, as always, by the Yo, what's up? We also have uh, the full team here because Kian is here as well. What's up, everybody? Excellent. Yeah, this is cool. This is like a, a good tra- the first three man team. Yeah, it's yeah, the quintessential three man booth. <laughs> right. So this has been a pretty a pretty naughty week uh, for some uh, for some geeky ass news, some nerdy ass news. Mm-hmm. Um, where do you guys want to start? What's your top story for the week? Uh, I'll jump in real quick. So I just saw the new Giants Island Bob. Yeah. Trailer has dropped. And it looks awesome. I can't wait to see it. It's everything you expect it to be, but also everything you don't think it's going to be. A uh, random cameo <laughs> from uh, Chris Hemsworth is in it, which is strange. Although, well, Kevin I mean, is, Smith- it, is it really that strange though? Because, like, uh, is Kevin Smith's whole thing that he gets weird people in for cameos in his movies? Isn't that sort of his style? Yeah, but, like, it's just you, you think of him, you know, like, like time locked in the 90s, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah, I suppose. Surprising if it was um, like Michael Keaton or Polly Shore, <laughs> you know. I don't uh, know, man. Michael Keaton, that would be a good grab. Maybe he might be in it. Michael Keaton is a great grab for any film. Like, mm. let's just be honest here. Well, it seems like a lot of this movie is taking place in in and around Comic Con. I'm intrigued to see what this turns out like because it is completely different. It seems to be it has a budget this time around, which is nice. <laughs> it's a direct sequel to Jay and Silent Bob Strike Black. Yeah. So it's pretty much picking up what twenty years after that movie. So yeah, I, I, I like I have my issues with uh, Kevin Smith films in the last um, since the turn of the century, pretty much. So yeah, fair. I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna hold uh, silent uh, as as silent as possible. Uh, cautious. Cautiously optimistic. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 Um, well, I do think it's funny. It's like he he did a um, nostalgia critic channel awesome on it. He said, "No, it's done," and then everything else failed except for his podcasting and weed addiction. And he yeah. came back and he's like, "Oh, we're back, guys." It's like, oh. all right, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> well, I mean, it's actually. I mean, to be fair, you brought up the point that it's centered around Comic Con. Since Jay and Silent Bob, there's been a huge shift in nerd culture. Like, it's kind of nerd culture, the Star Wars, the Comic-Con, the culture, all that kind of stuff, is kind of mainstream now. So oh, there yeah. is a lot of potential good avenues to go in. I suppose the question is, is that what they'll do, or will they just kind of play it a bit safe? Well, I don't know. Just from the trailer, they're kind of doing both. You know, it really, like, they're playing it safe, but then also... It's a Jay and Silent Bob movie, so there's only so safe you can play it. Yeah. 
uh, I don't know, cautiously optimistic. That's my stance on it. Mm. Yeah. Do you mind me asking why? Uh, why weren't you a Kevin Smith fan? Why? Why aren't I a Kevin Smith fan? Yeah, yeah. You see, you seemed a bit hesitant when we were talking about uh, it a minute ago. Okay, so like, for me, Kevin Smith has made a good film since Dogma. Ooh, um, controversial. <laughs> like I. Sorry, no. I just I haven't liked like anything he's made in the in this century. I haven't liked. Dude, Clerks Two is great. Clerks Two is great, except that it's pretty poor next to Clerks One. So, <laughs> like, yeah, it's like it would be pretty great if Clerks One didn't already exist. Yeah, <laughs> but, you know, I would say after he stopped doing the Viewersku stuff. Yeah, that's when I, the movies did. Yeah, I mean, like, look, I, I like, I, it, there are there are gradients to it. Like, if someone likes clerks too i'm not gonna go oh what's wrong with you i mean yeah. the film has merits but i'm just like you just disagree it, with the merits but it's not that i disagree with the merits it's like it's just never going to be a film that i want to watch from his like it's a film in his, it's like i'm trying to think of like another another way to say this but like um I get what you mean. You won't come home from work. You're like, you know what I'm really in the mood for is some yeah. clerks too. Let's grab yeah, a pizza, you know? It's like someone going, what Metallica album do I listen to? I don't think of Reload. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's true, actually. That's like, true. I just don't. Like, I mean, it, 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 has, it has good qualities and stuff, but like, eh. <laughs> Fair. Fair. It's like going, oh boy, Home Alone 3. Like, okay. now, now here's for Home Alone 4, 5. Mm. That's, when, that's when it gets pretty bad, man. Well, yeah, but I didn't watch, watch them. <laughs> you should. You need to punish yourself and be like, hey, I'm going to watch some garbage tonight. So. If, if, I'm gonna, if I'm going to if I'm gonna hurt myself with bad films, I will do much worse than Home Alone 4. <laughs> Fair. Fair. You know they're going to do like a Home Alone TV series? Like that Home Alone 4 was supposed to be like a pilot episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What a bad idea that is. No, exactly. How do you even do that? Do this have them break into the house every week? The villain of the week. Or is it, or is it just, or is it, yeah, the villain. It's like a monster of the week. Story. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. We left him again. Oh. <laughs> or would it just be like the, How does this like, keep happening? Reading, uh, just like a really long novella story where it just takes like like it's like um, it basically goes through like an Ocean's Eleven style ice <laughs> preparation and it just keeps building and building and then they just they just colossally fail in the, at the end uh, because of the kid Oh no, we've left Kevin McAllister in the bank vault <laughs> Oh no, how did this happen? <laughs> Every week, it seems like it. <laughs> oh, no. We, le- we left Kevin alone on a plane with terrorists this week. <laughs> yeah. He's in a nuclear reactor. Heading <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But, yeah, like, I th- yeah, I-, I think that, like, that's the... I mean, I'm not saying, like, Kevin Smith doesn't have the ability to make... Uh, a- uh, we were talking about Kevin Smith, weren't we? Yeah, yeah, we were. <laughs> like we, you know, I'm not saying he doesn't have the ability to make good films. I'm just saying I haven't seen it in a while. Um, but yeah, like I think, um, I mean, like the the trailer does look interesting. So, you know, hopefully it works out. But it looks passionate. Certainly, it looks. It doesn't look like they're playing it safe or playing it lazy. Certainly, yeah. 
a, la- a lack of passion has never been Kevin Smith's problem. <laughs> that's, that's, that's very true. Yes, <laughs> you know, um, but it, I, you know, it. My my fear with it is the fear I have with almost every comedy, which is going. I sure hope there are more funny bits. Than yeah, <laughs> yeah, I get so, you. Um, but well, yeah. like yeah, well, like yeah, you had Tusk, and Tusk was was not good. Uh, no, and then you had that other movie that he did with. Uh, his daughter and the other what's it uh, Johnny Depp's yeah and I don't know man like I'm sitting there going are you for real this is this is the best you can do basically <laughs> but it's I mean it's kind of like um, I, I mean with this I'm I am about as excited for it as I am for the new Bill and Ted film you know oh another uh, controversial Bryn you're just being you know here's the thing though about Bill and Ted the second one has like one of the most perfect perfect endings in cinema history as far as I'm concerned and from what I'm seeing in, uh, of this I'm going like surely they would have saved the world by now what happened to God gave <laughs> rock and roll to you and what's taking him so goddamn long to, <laughs> long to deliver it? Like, well, man, but see, the thing about it is, it's like they left it open-ended where like, you know that they saved it, but you don't know at what point did they save it. Yeah. It's just yeah, I but expected it to be pretty soon. <laughs> this is Bill and Ted though. They get distracted. Yeah. And they it. have a time machine, so they could go back and it could be whole stopped up and stuff. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, when you open up the time machine box, a lot falls out. <laughs> I, I hope that they open with like some deleted scene from Bill and Ted 2, and then in the narrative of the movie, they suddenly age jump 20 years, and they just roll with it. Oh, kind of like, um, Something like in, that. Kind of like in uh, Endgame. When, yeah, uh, yeah like in Endgame. Time, like, just, just go a whole crazy. bunch of time just, into Ant-Man. Yes, exactly. Just make yeah. it a feature. Yeah, I could see that. That'd be pretty cool. I mean, Hollywood de- de-aging is a thing now, isn't it? Like, I'm sure, yeah. like, like, I'm sure Keanu Reeves wouldn't come back unless there was a good reason to. Like, also, they don't even have to do the anti-aging thing with, Ke- with Keanu, so no, that's also a handy thing. They just have to shave his beard. Yeah, and then just let it grow back again. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, it should take him all about ten minutes. It's Keanu. Well, yeah. look, look. Yeah. The thing about it is, right? I, I don't think. I, I, there's more of merit for this for loads of reasons. One, Keanu Reeves is just, it's the year of Keanu. But also, you know, Alex Winter needs money. So, you know, <laughs> this movie could be called Alex Winter Needs Money. So, you know, that's that. I, I don't have a problem with it. I'm looking forward to it. But listen, speaking of, speaking of the whole um, time jump thing, right? Details have emerged about the Star Wars sequel, right? Yeah. Time, it looks like time travel is going to be a thing. Oh, damn. Okay. Like, like where are you getting the information from? What's indicating this? It, it's what I've heard uh, from quite reliable sites. It seems like there were some leaks there last week. Mm. And it looks like from everything that there's going to be some time travel involved. Okay, so they're not going to go with um, uh, with our clearly better way of the next film opening up. <laughs> oh, it was all a dream. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, a much better way to do it. For people who for people who didn't hear it, basically what would happen is that uh, it would open up, and you would just see uh, you would just see uh, Mara Jade uh, pull back a uh, uh, pull back a bed, and 
and look around in an empty room and get all startled and go over to a shower, open up the shower door, and there's Luke. And he's like, oh, what's wrong? She's like, oh, I had a horrible dream. <laughs> and it's basically just Dallas, but with Star Wars. And yeah, she's, yeah. She's just recapping the, 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 the plots of the past couple of movies. And then she's like, and then she's like, I even had another dream where they replaced where Kalkatan didn't get the Death Star plans. And I was horribly confused. And then Kalkatan walks in. He's like, hey, everybody. And there you go. And it's like, it's fixed. I think it's a much better way of doing that. Yeah. yeah. It looks like giant, giant porgs everywhere. Just they all live in one big house. They've <laughs> <laughs> got their own I, Netflix show. Yes. <laughs> Living with the porgs. But there'd be one porg in Luke Skywalker's beard. (laughs) But see, I don't even see if they did that, it wouldn't even be homeless Luke. It would be like, you know, regal Luke. Yeah, regal, (laughs) well kept Luke. Yeah, exactly. You know, it it wouldn't be the homeless man who drinks from a blue tit. Yeah. uh, Like we saw. But um, here's the thing, right? So assuming that they go with the time travel thing, and I think the main reason why is because it works so well in uh, Endgame. Yeah. And they're like, oh, look, we were able to make that nonsense stick, so we'll try it here. It really does smack a desperation where they're like, okay, guys. It does, but to- there's a hidden benefit. If they do time travel, they can sneak the Old Republic in there, see, and then that's free publicity. You see, that's the thing, right? Apparently, mm-hmm. the link the link is because the main cast aren't like involved in anything else, so... Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of this, no more Finn, no more Ray, no more other lad who name I can't remember. Kylo, yeah, and Kylo, right? Apparently, Borg. there's going to be so that's what they're probably going to do. They're going to set up the other public at the end of it. So, this could be wild speculation, but I think it's more aligned to what they're going to do rather. Because here's the thing: think about it. The re- the resistance is dead. There's like twenty mm. people. What are they going to do? <laughs> also, the, the first order is a bit wonky. Exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. Like you know, I think hitting the reset button here is the only real option. Mm. And also another thing as well, the Star Wars land, uh, Galaxy's Edge. Mm. There's nobody there. Yeah, really? Nobody's, yeah, nobody's going to it. Like it's crazy. I was watching a couple of um, videos, and Doomcock has one at the moment as well. Had a video uh, up on YouTube. And he's like, yeah, here, look at this. And pretty much there is nobody there. Interesting. And you say, and hitting the reset button has one thing, which is that if they end, say, the timeline somewhere before Return of a the Jedi, they can burn, earn back some goodwill and say those throne books still happen and we're just yeah. not going to do any movies in the future exactly. in this part of the timeline, all that malarkey. There's a lot they can do with it. I'm yeah. not saying it's a good idea, but they can do it. Yeah, I, you know, I I think, you know, the, the franchise is, like, very close to being dead. Like, if if this movie fails, I don't think there will be... An, I, I think that's it. You know, that's... Stick to Disney I, I, Plus? I think yeah. it does. I think if it does fail, it should be it, though, at yeah. the same time. Like, as a lifelong Star Wars fan, between... Same, yeah. Between, the, between like, the... Between the discomfort of three bad Lucas films mm-hmm. and the the just unmistakable ba- blandness that Disney have brought to it. I don't really want more Star Wars anymore. But, see, but here's the thing though, right? Even after, and I, I take offense to the bad Lucas films, which Revenge of the Sith is fantastic. Um, except for the dialogue, it's pretty bad. But other than that, we'll let that go. 
Well, here's the thing. Just ignore the writing and this okay. Prequel stuff. Sorry, what was that, Ken? I'm not letting that go. I want to get into the weeds yeah. on this prequel stuff. Exactly, exactly, Brian. You're not, you're not walking away with that. <laughs> well, here's the thing. The difference between the, the prequels, right, and the, the Disney movies. The prequels, even though they weren't great, they gave license for the expanded universe to grow beyond anything it ever was. 100% true. We got KOTOR out of it. We got the best you know, 10 years of Star Wars games mm-hmm. in a row. Fantastic books, fanta- you know, fantastic lore, great comics, all this kind of stuff. Purely- we also got the best lightsaber fight ever. Yes, true. Mm. Um, purely because Lucas was like, here, here's the world, go play. Mm. And they're like, we're getting rid of all of that and we're going to just replace it with nothing. And it's yeah. just like, Oh, okay. This was a bad idea. And here's the thing: even, even you know, as a Star Wars fan, I always thought the worst thing about the Star Wars books, with the exception of Tron, the Tron trilogy and mm. I Jedi, is that anything after Return of the Jedi just always felt flat, like completely flat. But the more you went back, the better it was because you didn't have. It was the same world, but you could kind of have a bit more movement. Lucas understood that. The game designers understood that Disney doesn't get that. I don't think yeah. Disney actually fundamentally but, understands what Star Wars is. But it's it's also like one of the major criticisms in the uh, prequels was going Hayden Christensen is just a really bland actor, and there's no way that something could be more bland than him. And Disney went, "Hold my beer!" Yeah. <laughs> like, like you know, I, well, I sorry, sorry, you go on, please. No, it's just before you jump in. I think like you know, and again, guys, we're not beating down. Mer- uh, uh, Ray for being a Mary Sue or anything like that. It's just she she doesn't have a character. She just doesn't. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, like Finn hasn't had character growth since oh, yeah. the first ten minutes of the first film. That's true. So can, like, can you jump back in there? No, no, no. I was actually gonna step into Hayden Christensen's corner. Like you know, it's I think he does the best he can with the dialogue. Oh, one hundred percent. I I. I have uh, like some acting qualifications and I could do nothing with I am haunted oh. by the kiss you gave me yeah. or whatever the line I is. I hate like, sand. You know. Oh yeah, it's coarse <laughs> and rough but it gets everywhere. But I, think, I think part of the dislike for the Disney characters is they're charming but especially in The Last Jedi it feels a little forced. It's a bit yeah. like budget Guardians of the Galaxy type thing. Exactly. And that yeah. does translate. Like, yeah, it, it, the, Disney kind of are like oh Let's do. And actually, this could this could work out well uh, in a way that they didn't think. They're like, "Oh, Marvel works. Let's copy the Marvel formula." Mm. Now, the only reason why I'm saying that could work now is because Endgame was a massive success. They're like, "Oh, let's just reboot this and do mm. time travel to fix all the things." And it's like, yeah. okay, and here's the thing though: they did actually set up time travel already in the Star Wars universe. Uh, in Star Wars, what's the show called? Rebels. Yep. Oh, that's true. So, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And actually, I'm glad you brought that up. Rebels and is def- is at least a good thing that came yeah, out I, of the sort of Disney era. Like, yeah, I like that. Is very true. Yeah, Star- Rebels. Star- Rebels is great. It's kind of like, you know, you know, when you compare watching the live action DC films. Yeah, yeah. Films, yeah. You're like, why can't the anim- why can't the live action ones be at least as good as the <laughs> as the shorter and better animated films? Because Look who's running it. The guy who ran Clone Wars. That's mm. who that's who should Dave Filoni. That's who should be running the Star Wars arm of Disney. True. Not 
no yeah. one else because everyone else just doesn't understand what it is. Dave Filoni's like, hey guys, I'm going to make awesome content because nobody really cares about this. Uh, here's more Clone Wars, which yeah. we're going to see more of uh, during San Diego Con Con. It's kind of like it flies under the radar just enough. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. but that's a but that's a good point in and of itself though. Uh, I was watching uh, Red Letter Media's like predictions for what Star Wars Nine will be. It lines up oh, with yeah. a lot of your theories, oh, but they great. made the point that back in Return of the Jedi, Darth Vader just says, "I see you made a new lightsaber," mm. and you kind of go, "Okay, whatever." And then in the prequels, they go, "Oh, we have to have a thing where we explain the lightsabers. We have to have a thing where we explain this. We have to have a thing where we explain that." And it gets lore heavy. The cartoons are just fun. There's a bit of lore in there, but it's but secondary see, to the adventures that are going on. Explore lore in kind of like a, in a detail where it can be fine, but it can also mm. just be fully exploratory because you can devote 20 minutes to go, well, here's a bit of lore in an interesting and dynamic story. But see, yeah. the, the, guys, the thing on that, right, the, the reason why the lore doesn't work in the Star Wars films that we're given now is because there's nowhere for the lore to go. Right. Okay. And, and the reason why is it's like, okay, if you're bound to telling the story of the Skywalkers, right? There's certain beats you have to hit there, and there's only so much room you can grow. There's only so many places you can grow, particularly that when the Skywalkers are at the end of their life, right? If you go back or you go somewhere else, like here's the thing: if Disney want, we'll see this with Mandalore. Uh, sorry, the Mandalorian, the, Mar- yeah, yeah. Mandal- the Mandalorian, right? That's going to be amazing because it's not tied to anything. Apparently, there's no Jedi in it. It's just a story about the Mandalorian, right? Mm. And yeah. it's probably going to go to Mandalore and explain all this other stuff and be very lore heavy. You just have to point it in the right direction. And right now, Disney are like, oh my God, what works? What works? Oh, no, we don't know. And then they're like, we give up. And well, I, think is- I think they've hit such a, a difficult, they've hit like really uneven notes with things because like it seemed like the proportion of people who disliked episode seven is about equal to the people who disliked episode eight see, here's and the, people I, kind of flipped yeah there. see i like uh, it's weird right because i hated episode seven right mm. but i really liked episode eight because it same was yeah because it was different and it wasn't the same movie again yeah. but the difference is right and here's it also crazy- actively broke a lot of the problems that Ex- were that correct. came through from seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct, correct, exactly. The only problem is it should have been the third movie because it left them nowhere to go. You know, it ended. Uh, I I disagree with that because I think it's um I think that like where episode nine can go is a lot more like I prefer it being like I have no idea where this is going rather than yeah. go well finishing episode eight going I know exactly where this is going. Fair, fair. Well, you yeah. both you yeah. both have good points because it's nice that like episode eight ended with this complete blank slate. You can either build the resistance up or knock it down and keep it 20. You can do this. You can do that. It's a complete blank slate to tell a story. The problem is, do they have the sort of nerve and the imagination to do something with a blank slate? Mm. And that's where we're getting yeah. time travel rumors. <laughs> no, and here's the thing, though, right? Again, like, I remember when there was the rumors that time travel was going to be involved in the Affinity War saga. And people were like, no, nah, that's stupid. Mm. It wasn't. You know, yeah. but as well as that, they also, I think, I think people underestimated what they were gonna do with the time travel stuff because they did, they tried to make it not a massive cop out, yeah, um, which was, uh, I think, was really impressive for what that film was trying to achieve. I think, with I think with Star Wars, it just looks a lot more desperate because it doesn't have ten years of goodwill. 
Mm. Yeah, it, it, and that's a bigger. That's a big. Well, we, well we've, seen, we've seen this now. Look, if you had said to me, even as a seventeen-year-old, hey, it's going to be a Star Wars land that you can go to and just hang out, <laughs> I would have been like, holy shit, no, you know, and my head exploded. Sorry for Chris and Gus. But uh, we'll bleep that out. That's we'll fine. bleep that out. Yeah. Um, I was just like, wow, it's crazy, you know, because I remember at that point I was just inhaling Star Wars books to beat the band. This was the period when we didn't really get anything mainstream outside of the games. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't as bad as the 90s, which there was nothing before the prequels, mm-hmm. you know. But now you're going to it. And one of the reasons why apparently people are saying is because, like, Batu, which is the planet that apparently it's Star Wars supposed to be. It's like, it doesn't feel like anything because like, no one really knows where Batu is. It's like, it's never been set up. It's not on any of the Star Wars encyclopedias that I have. Um, it's just like, it's completely made up. So it's kind of like you're, you're, it's not like the Harry Potter land where you're, you know, in Harry Potter. And I'm, mm. I hate Harry Potter. I'm not a fan of it, but, um, you know. And you were calling him controversial earlier. No, I'm, not a, <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm not a fan of it. I appreciate anyone who is, but, you know, a lot of my friends are as well. But I'm, I hear I hear a lot of radios and laptops <laughs> turning off across no, Ireland. No, guys, 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 just. They shall be turned back on again in our time. Just, just hear me out, guys. I'll tell you what, at me. At me if you want to talk about it. Right? Yeah. I'll tell you what, we'll change the name of our panel to Why I Hate. What? <laughs> Why Dara hates uh, Harry Potter? Actually, cross examination. That's not a bad idea. Actually, <laughs> we'll do that next year. That, that sounds like a really unpleasant time for everyone. Um, uh, all the wizards turning up on mass. Like what? <laughs> anyway, no. But the thing about it is, you know, when you go to the Harry Potter land, mm-hmm. you're able to go to Hogwarts. You're able to, you know, have the butter beer. You're able to go to that one place. You know, you have to go all to those things and you feel like you're in Harry Potter, but you're actually in Orlando in like, you know, 50 degree heat or something like that, right? Walking around in wizard outfits. Mm. In Batu, you're not even allowed dressed like a stormtrooper or dressed like in Darth Vader. It's, that's all banned, right? So it's just like... But surely oh. that'd be half the fun. Three quarters exactly. of the fun. Exactly, yeah. But apparently that's all verboten. You're not allowed to do it. So it's just like, okay, Disney... Do you know nerds? Do you, do you understand what you have? But it's even they like, want do you to... understand fun? Yeah, exactly, like... man. You know, and, and that's kind of what I've heard. So until Disney kind of understand what they have, they're going to keep making these mistakes. I think, sadly, Star Wars, you know, is like a case of a tale of two cities. You have the marvelous success, pun intended, of Marvel, mm. uh, unrivaled, that's kickstarted the whole modern way we look at movies. And then you have Star Wars, which is like, oh, don't talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, the difference though is Marvel has like 50, 60 years of content to mm. select and adapt and all these passionate and people who care about all the characters. You you brought up the point earlier, the future of Star Wars beyond episode 6 is kind of like the Wild West. Yeah. There's exactly. material, but there's not as much of it and adapting it won't draw people in. No. So, no like no, well like like here's the thing. The end of the the end of Star Wars is the Empire wins, and that's the thing that nobody realizes. It's like the mm. end of this story, the Empire. Now, to be fair, it's not really the Empire. It's like a Jedi Empire kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Story's pretty badass. But to be fair, it's like no one's going to want to see that except me and maybe two other people. Yeah. You know, it's it's just like you know just the people who were like, you know, what was great, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, like, you know, what exactly. would be great. 
if all of them were Jedis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, you know, me and those two other people would go see it like six times and that'll be it. Yeah. But, you know, that that's basically the, the end of that, you know. But what I'm saying is, you know, the future of Star Wars, ironically, is in the past. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. oh, no, completely. Like, I mean, it's, I mean, I, I like all, most of the Disney movies that have come out, but they are, apart from, weirdly enough, Solo, very reliant on the nostalgia. And that only kind of gets you so, so far. far. Yeah. I, I know, to be fair, I like Solo. Oh, completely unnecessary, but in its mm. unnecessariness, shall we say, they actually yeah. did stuff, and it's like, oh, okay, uh, you've done something. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job, it's, guys. I, you, funnily enough, I would go to like a Han Solo land before a Batu because, like, oh, I get to be like hang out in the cantina, be a smuggler. Yeah. It's yeah. like oh, that kind of all right, fair enough. First. Like, yeah, you know, go go to Tantooine, and you know. Mm. Go to the go to the cantina and have a good time, and then you know you can meet ja- you can meet Jabba, and you know mm. you know Disney, give us checks, we'll do it for you. You know <laughs> it's, like, it's like you know, but that's the thing, you know, it's kind of ridiculous. And then they yeah. brought out the Sith Troopers this week, and you're like, yeah. oh, what are you doing? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like now, to be fair, I I I love Stormtrooper. Armor and helmets and stuff. I think it's it's rad. The the um five hundred first in Ireland always look great. I'm looking forward to seeing what they have at Comic Con in Dublin. But you know, this is like, are you trying to hint that you're going back to the Sith Trooper era with the red mm. armor? Because that might be an indication. You know, I, I hope so because that'd be cool. Uh, well, I mean, you do have the slightly, to be fair to the films, you do have that slight meta quality where the characters, especially Kylo Ren, are all fans of the past. And yeah. so it's okay when they bring it in a little bit, but you also, that's a, that's a basis to make something. It can't be the thing it's... Okay, so you're listening to the podcast and you're wondering, well, what if I want to listen live and I'm not in Ireland? Well, don't worry go over to www.nerdtoknowmedia.com on the web page at the bottom there is a link to the phoenix fm stream check out the details of the show you want to listen to and you'll be able to catch us live don't forget to tweet in nerd2 the number two no 92.5 of course you can contact us via the contact tab on the website over on nerdtoknowmedia.com from the Blanchistan Center. This is Phoenix FM. Exactly. You can't be like, oh, hey, wasn't that great? And then that's your movie. You know, it has yeah, to yeah. be like, you know, it's kind of, what's it? It's like, it's, it's the problem with uh, the Big Bang Theory. You know, it, they use stuff to make, they use nerd culture to make a joke, mm. but there is no joke. Yes. You know, it's kind of like, oh, hey, here is a comic book. Isn't that funny, you guys? And you're yeah. like, he knows how to use a computer. Exactly. Hilarious. But there, there's, no, <laughs> there's no, like, kind of, there's no kind of uh, punch in there. It's just like, mm. oh, nerds are funny, right? What are they, they like? Wacky? 
Exactly. Yeah. Those and scamps. That, and that's kind of what the Star Wars, uh, that's what Disney Star Wars feels like. It's like, hey, look, you remember lightsabers. You know, you remember this. You know, the, the nerd crew on uh, Red Light Media's nerd crew kind of sum up, you know, it's like, it broke new ground. I remember that. You know, I, appreci- <laughs> I appreciate that they had something that I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it's and, the South Park member berries. Exactly. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, it, it, you know, until Disney Star Wars break away from that, and if they don't like Mark Morris, if they don't do that, it's done. Like it's just finished, you know. And here's the thing: like George Lucas must be like, "Oh man, I got the best deal ever. I got like you know all this money, and it was a dead franchise because you didn't know what you were doing, and you could do it with anything." Here's the thing: like the Marvel movies, if Kevin Feige wasn't running Marvel the way he was running it, those movies could have sucked. Yeah. Well, if you had like, like imagine for a moment, if the people who were running the Netflix Marvel series were running the MCU, imagine how, how underwhelming a lot of it would have turned out. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. Imagine the people, imagine the people running Star Wars, Disney were running Marvel. Yeah. Like, imagine the people who ran the, the, who ran the DC films. Oh, were you know? both someone running those? <laughs> I mean, Poorly. you could have me. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, you know, Snack Cider, he, you know, he did what he could do and, you know, it is what it is. He's he not tried a, his best. It wasn't good. He's not yeah. a good storyteller, but damn, he does shoot movies really well. Yeah. So it's just kind of like... Uh, but then why give him the job of being the person who decides what happens in the story? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I think everybody just had an off day and they're like, oh, who's around? Yeah. Oh, that guy. Okay, go for it. You know? I don't even think it was a matter of an off day. I yeah. think it was a matter of like the Avengers is out. Quick, quick. We're falling behind. We're falling behind. Who have we, got? Who have we literally got in the room? Oh, What's Goyer doing? Get him to shit out another uh, screenplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's like Quick, Goyer. Write six movies. Go. I have a script I want you to do. We don't care about your original stories, Goyer. Get <laughs> more crap yeah 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 more batman <laughs> yeah exactly uh you know actually i'd love to see do a star wars movie justin lynn i'd love to the mm. guy who did aquaman and star trek beyond he seems oh, yeah. to have a knack for taking you know what could be slightly wobbly material and imbuing it with like joy and enthusiasm i think that's yeah. kind of lacking in the star wars films you know speaking yeah. of speaking of james wan uh he actually wrote the story, well, a bit of the story. Oh, was it? Just, oh, was it wait, was it James Wan that directed James, it? James Wan, yeah. Yeah. Oh, just. Oh, I'm sorry. Justin then wrote it. My mistake. Sorry. The guy who, uh, the guy who did the Saw series. Saw series, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But he also did. Uh, he did. He wrote the story for Annabelle, right? Annabelle ho- comes home or whatever. That is not a good movie. <laughs> like, it's not a bad movie. It's just not a good movie. Like, to be fair, it's like, you know, I, I appreciate. I appreciate shows when they have like you know like the Black Mirror episode, um, the museum. Black yeah. museum. Yeah. It's, it feels like that. It feels like a movie version of that. It's like, oh, look at this haunted item. It's you know, it's spooky, mm-hmm. and it feels like they're setting up you know a whole bunch of series based on these items. Which, to be fair, I'll go see them anyway because you know I appreciate the Conjuring universe for what it is, even though it's kind of tacky and lame now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this movie felt like they had a lot of ideas, no real story though. And kind of just went with it. So James Wan needs to be controlled a little bit with stories. Uh, good director, though. So yeah, I mean, um, I mean, he's like, I mean, he's always going to be like, uh, uh, always regarded just because of like how he got his start in his career. Because like Saw was his student film. Yeah, and then well, funny, you know, 
But the funny thing about the Saw movie is, like, you know what he didn't actually have the set afterwards? No. He actually destroyed yeah. the set. Yeah. And the set that they used in subsequent Saw movies was the set from Scary Movie 4. Yeah. <laughs> that's how good that was. I think that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, hey, guys, you know, I want, I want to kind of say something more, something a bit controversial now, right? Already, yeah. as, if, as if the Harry Potter <laughs> in, thing in was this, bad in enough. The, in this really tame episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't listen, guys. You know, at me. I don't care the color orange. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm just saying, right? Harry Potter, not my thing. I will debate anybody on it, okay? Mm. Just saying. Oh, you will. <laughs> <Are you? laughs> they'll find you well you know look I tell you what we're at, we're at Comic Con 3 o'clock on Sunday <laughs> you, know, you know come along and you know tell me how much you like Harry Potter and I won't listen <laughs> you're gonna get Pretificus Totalist so quickly I, I don't know that, oh, I don't know that's good for them so, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to win some goodwill back from the Harry Potter <laughs> listeners. Bear with me here, guys. Listen, read Lord of the Rings. It's a better book. All right, just saying. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just saying. Just let people enjoy things. I am. I am. I'm just saying. You know, like the best thing about the, the saying something's better than the thing they like is not letting them enjoy something. <laughs> You might think it is, but I'm it's try, not. I'm trying, like, to I'm trying to be diplomatic here. Okay? But you're failing. <laughs> I know. That's what's funny about it. I'm, I'm trying to be nice here. Anyway. Okay. So the here's the thing, right? So I want to say something controversial, right? Okay. There's a, another Thor movie been announced, Thor 4, right? Uh-huh. And I am very upset that they're, they're going with the director again that they had. To, you, you know, I just... I don't like it. I want my tour back. <laughs> you, you, know? want, you want your really dull. You, do, dark you don't like the, the type. I, I want Kenneth Branagh to come back because I like Thor being Shakespeare in space. Yeah, but that was like the mm. one film. He didn't do the second one either. No, that the, sucked. The Thor to Dark World, you know, gets an unfair amount of hate. You know, it's okay. I, I would agree with that. I yeah, like sorry. Sucked like a bit strong. It's a bit. Like, it's one it's of the weakest bit, films in, yeah, the, in a, the collection. It's, yeah, a bit, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a bit bland, I'll give you that, but it has some really good bits in it, and it yeah. does kind of do a lot of world building for Asgard. And I'm like, cool. Tor Tree is like, oh man, what did you do? You kind of ruined the character a little bit. It, well, I would disagree with that. But, uh, no, no, no. Everything, everything that doesn't involve Asgard is great. Like, I, I really like the fact that, you know, they do Planet Hulk. I think that's great. Jeff mm. Goldblum, and it's awesome. Yeah. Um I like some of the additions that is in it. Great to see Carl Orban in you know a yeah. big movie again. I I like the change they did for Korg. Yeah, Korg's cool. <laughs> so well, they turned him from like a fairly generic dull muscle character into being really funny. Uh, yeah. yeah. And to be fair, yeah, see that's great. And Taihido Wahidi, you know, yeah. voicing him is great. Did you ever hear his inspiration for the character? No, go on. It was um a Pacific Islander bouncer. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> just going like, all right, uh, it's we're closing up there. Uh, we're a bit full tonight. You'll uh, you'll have to go home. <laughs> like, and you know, that's I, all. <laughs> see, I think that's all great. But the fact that you know they destroy Mjolnir, mm. they kill yeah. Odin, they destroy well, I mean, Asgard, that's, and I'm like, like, man, what are you doing? Stop! You know, I'm yeah. like, stop, stop doing that. You well, know, it's like it's Ragnarok. Yeah, but I know Asgard but, can't survive Ragnarok. I know, but you know, also Odin gave, can't survive Ragnarok. Yeah. They they didn't give it any gravitas. You know, it was like a big joke, and I'm like, oh, I don't like this. Yeah, would you? Would you do? Okay, here's a controversial point. Do you think Thor 
has a better character journey in the Dark World or in Ragnarok? <sighs> that's not fair because nothing happened. <laughs> that's not fair. That's not fair. That's a low blow. That's a low blow. How dare you use logic? <laughs> no, hold on a minute. Well, are- no, because just because I because your point is fair that like you know they do kind of treat the like especially the Loki death theater yeah. scene. They do treat the other movies with a bit of disrespect, but at the same time, they do have some clever references to the first two Thors. Like they repeat the a wise king must be ready for war but not seek it out like they do they do put in the effort yeah. to kind of yeah, have some of the kind of stuff like, in you there. Know, I, I think if they just did the the tour the the hulk base centric thing i think that'd be great the only mm. thing about it is right with tour four because they're kind of moving towards the cosmic thing this looks like it's going to set mm. up adam warlock or nova mm. I, i'm not or both yeah or both mm. i i'm not as hesitant about it i'm like okay cool you know this kind of tour with him makes more sense with with uh, Tahiti Wahidi mm. you know, doing it, so it'll mm. be fun. I'm sure people will love it, but I'm like, you know, I I still kind of long for more Shakespearean space. That's, yeah, I get you. Yeah. That that is fair. Yeah, yeah. I think I I think the the best thing you could hope for in that department is if like um is if they made some kind of like small shorts and small like uh, mini series and stuff. Yeah, you know, like, and, and look, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like cry over or not see the movie because <laughs> I have to see the movie. You know, yeah. I'll just go see it twice. You yeah. know, it's just like, uh, not once, not thrice, but twice. But twice. Yeah, um, yeah, no, and, and look, to be fair, you know, I didn't hate Ragnarok. You know, I hated it for a while, and then yeah. Black Panther came along, and I had a new thing to hate. But so, Black Panther came out first. Would you stop with the controversy, <laughs> Jesus? I'm just saying, man. You know, it's just it's what it this is. is what he does. He, you know, you're new here. He, you're new. <laughs> he, he he likes his contrarian opinions. Okay. <laughs> he just does okay. it for attention, though. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> well, okay. That's it. I'm done with all the controversy. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> okay. He says that every week. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, we can't. Okay. We can't. James Bond announcement. Yes. Mm. Oh God. Who wants, okay. Who, so, who wants, who wants to I'll take it. I'll take it because I'm a huge mm. fan of the James Bond films. Okay, go so, for it. Um, it was announced this week. We've got some news on James Bond 25, which has been, you know, moving at the pace of a snail as far as its production goes. But uh, they announced that uh, Lashana Lynch. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Will be the new 007 agent. Um, She's a black woman and she'll be the first kind of woman and person of color being a 007 character. And it looks like that Daniel Craig is being set up to be the sort of mentor character to her. Some people are worried that they will turn her into a Bond girl or something like that, you know. So what are your thoughts on this, guys? Brian? Um, It's... That was a worrying silence. Yeah, I. It, it, this is like this is one of those things where like, I I feel like you really have to just wait for the film to come out to really mm, like to really fair. comment on it. Like, I mean, the I, like at best at this point, it looks like uh, at at best at this point it looks like uh, they're clearly setting up to do to take it in a completely different direction. At worst, it's just for attention. 
And it could be James. James Bond seems like I mean, obviously, I, I appreciate like progress in every single field, but James Bond seems like a weird battleground to sort of like start yeah. this conversation. Obviously, I don't mean that like uh, casting someone different in an iconic role is a bad thing. It's a yeah. brilliant thing, of course. Like I love the new female Doctor Who. I say new; she's been doing it yeah. for two years. Uh, but uh, it's weird that the conversation is happening around this. If you know yeah. what I mean, because James I, Bond is such an antiquated thing. Yeah. I think it's also that like James Bond is a like like making a female James Bond to me is like making a, a female conan the barbarian where it's okay, like okay right because it's like it's such a male orientated power fantasy yeah yeah you know, yeah that like going oh this is the direction like we're going to make a female version of it's like okay but you're making a, a female male power fantasy or like, like a female-led Fast and Furious, that kind of like. Yeah, but I mean, like even then, if you were doing that, you could just like plug in Michelle Rodriguez, and no one would bat an eye. Yeah, so... I, just, I love these movies, by the way. I love the fact yeah. it got better canon and like consistently. Then mm. care goes into those movies. Yeah, that was an old time. So I getting controversial now. Yeah, I mean, like, look, I uh, I kind of passed by on them, so I can't really comment. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. My my feeling on the um, on the way that like, um, but, like when it comes to something like this, I'm just like, well, I, I'm, I'll, I'll wait and see what they do with it. If they radically change the the character, I'll just be saying, well, why did this have to be a James Bond film in the first place? If they go with with doing a if they go with the creating the character in this vein of going, well, it's a female character in a male power fantasy. I'm just gonna be like, well, what's the point of that? Like, it's kind of like, you know, going, Oh, we've got sex in the city, but with men. And you'd be like, yeah. what? I who wanted say, this? Like, <laughs> I will say to be fair, I do know, I do have no women who like the James Bond films. Yeah. And one in particular was very, I mean, spoilers for Skyfall. I know it's been out a while, but uh, one of my friends was very upset when uh, the female M died and was replaced by Ray Fiennes because she felt that was a step backwards in terms that, of the franchise's yeah. kind of prog- progress into the future. You know, so there is, it's it is fair to say that there is like an audience of, among mm. women for James Bond as well. Totally, I think also saying that is like going well. I it's like I didn't like that they they completely did an homage to the way James Bond films used to be. It's like, well, mm. these films were all prequels, so what were you expecting? That, that's is, true. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know, like, not expecting that to me is a... I, like, I don't know. Like, um, I, I think it's like, I don't know, not paying attention or something. I don't want to yeah. be that condescending, but like, um, I'm going to be that condescending, I guess. Mm. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think to, it's a kind of like, I mean, we're like, look, diversity is always a really good thing. We got like, with it, if there wasn't for diversity in films, Morgan Freeman would never have played Red. Um, That's a really good example. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, if if it wasn't for uh, like, there's like, there's plenty of other examples of uh, diversity being uh, things being done in the uh, for the sake. Well, not even like for the sake of diversity, but just giving people the opportunity to prove they can shine. Yeah. Like again, like Red is probably one of the best examples of it because it was a star-making performance for Morgan Freeman. But I think 
you know, I think there's a time and a place for it and it has to be like, and it has no, to be sincere as well. Yeah, but I, I think as well, it's, it's kind of like, um, it's kind of way like uh, we, we had pride recently mm. and almost everyone I know was like, this is just so blatantly pandering that it's kind of offensive that they think we're this stupid, mm. you know? And I, you know, look again, I'll wait until the film comes out to really stake an opinion on it. But at this point, my has my hesitation would be, is this going to be another case of pandering? Because like, you know, like if things like this are done with good intentions, hmm. great. But if they're not, like it's like when people wanted Donald Glover to play Peter Parker and you're like, Donald Glover can play Miles. Like, yeah, what's yeah, wrong exactly. with Miles? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? And now the Miles has more fans because of the animated film. Yeah, 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 yeah. totally. But it's, uh, it's I, that kind I, of thing. Hmm. Yeah, I should say I re- uh, Lashana Lynch. She was in Captain Marvel as the Monica Rambeau character. Yes. Yeah, I really liked her in that. Um, and uh, yeah, kind of, I picked up the the, the Blu-ray of it this week, and like hmm. going back to like, it's like, oh yeah, I can kind of see her being a cool fighting character. I think yep. if she's going to be a secret agent, she seems like a good pick for it. Yeah, definitely. Like, I mean, like, look again. I'm not. Uh, I'm not saying. Like, I don't think any of us are saying. Oh, she's not going to be good enough to like. No, no, no. That's absolutely. Totally, yeah. You know, that's absolutely not it. It's that's not. Yeah, that's not. The, like, look, it's the fair. optics of it more than anything else. Yes, that's you know? fair. It's, yeah, yeah. Like, I think. Yeah, it's the optics of it. You know, and you know, it's, you know, it's just, like. I mean, would anyone here be upset if if uh, Idris Elba was playing the character? Would anyone be uh, upset if? That'd no, be awesome. I think yeah. that makes way more sense. To but you know what I mean? Like, I mean, like using him as an example. But like, I mean, if you could pick, like, even uh, the I can't think of his name, but the guy who played the lead in, um, uh, the guy who played the lead in, oh, I'm blanking on the name of it now, um. <laughs> Um, damn it yeah, while you're thinking of it then another point to bring up just because we're talking about sort of is this a story we're talking about is this sincere all that uh, Daniel Craig did bring uh, the I can't remember names off my head but the writer of Fleabag to write extra jokes and give Bond 25 a slightly more feminist bent by all accounts I love her shows I think she's great that show is that amazing but the, none of these things happen in isolation. That could be maybe the way they're trying to steer Bond 25 or something like that. Could be the kind of related to it. Yeah, it was the actor from uh, Get Out. Get Ah, yes, I know you're yeah. talking about. Uh, Daniel... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Daniel, Ka- Daniel Kalua. Yeah. Daniel like, Kalua, who I mean, would anyone was really in Dara's ba- favorite film, Black Panther. Yeah. No, like, my favorite film. My favorite film is Get Out. Yeah, but like, if anyone, if any, like, I mean, again, those are just like two, like two examples of black actors who could totally play James Bond. And yeah, um, but as you were saying, like, they they also have a, the writer for Fleabag in as well, which is a, which is which is good. I I think um, I mean, like the the two seasons that, that she did for Fleabag are excellent. Um, and highly, highly worth uh, watching. Incredibly funny, um, in really unusual and unique ways. So yeah, uh, yeah. 
very modern. Like, I there's a great gag in one of her first episodes where <clears throat> someone comes into her cafe and she's like, "Oh, would you like a cup of tea?" And he's like, "No." And the first thing he does is he unplugs all the lamps to charge in all his devices. Yeah, like that's such a brilliant modern thing to have in like in a comedy show. Like, yeah. And she's like, just going, "Well, would you like anything?" Oh no, I'm fine. And as he just continues to just yeah, plug yeah, like, yeah. plugs uh, in like a plug cord and everything, and like. You know, he has like four or five appliances just coming out of this one outlet. Yeah, yeah. I've like, done that a few times. Phoebe Walderbridge is her name. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I like. I. Th- I think it's a good. I think she's a good person to have attached to it at least, just for like, especially if she's just into kind of sharpen up dialogue. Mm. Um. Because like the dialogue in in Fleabag is incredible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Um. Let me see here now. All right, by, by the way, I never got to ask, are you guys actually like James Bond fans or like? Um, you know, fu- funnily enough, I, I've watched James Bond my entire life, but I would never call myself a fan. <laughs> um, no, kind of exactly the same, yeah. You know, like I've I'll, I'll always watch them when they're on, mm. but I wouldn't, I mean like, look, I'll put it this way. I've, I've watched every James Bond film. I've never even felt an inkling towards reading any of the books. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um... Like I mean, um, I, I uh, as far as I'm concerned, like every every film with Sean Connery is great. Mm. Every film that doesn't have Sean Connery in it is less great. <laughs> um, well, you know, I'll ch- I'll challenge the. I oh, know I the Timothy Dalton ones are actually quite good. They just yeah. kind of get up in between the sort of the two yeah. big eras of Pierce Brosnan and, and uh, Roger Moore. Mm. Yeah, I um, I don't like the Roger Moore movies by and large. Um, I uh, the Pierce Brosnan ones are and are conflicting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're very nineties. They kind yeah. of there's good stuff in them, but you have you as the movies go on, you have to check your brain further and further and further back. Yeah, the way I kind of I think my current ranking is like Connery, Craig. I think Dalton comes there then, and then I kind of, depending on the day, I go between yeah. um, Moore and um, uh, between Roger Moore and um, Brosnan, and then Lazen Beast at the bottom because Lazen Beast's the worst, um, <laughs> and will always be the worst. Yeah. You know, yeah. only James Bond to cry. Yeah. <laughs> but actually. Relative to James Bond, there is a trailer for a Kingsman prequel out this week. That sort of that's kind of a parody series of James Bond. Are you fans of the Kingsman movies? Love the first one. Yeah. Uh, didn't love the second one. Love the first one. Enjoyed the second one. I'm actually going to be the controversial one for a change. I actually preferred the second one. I thought it had a bit more polish to it. Totally fair. It was yeah. surprising. It was surprising. Yeah, I would. <sighs> Um, I would say for me the first. I think the first one. I just love the villain character so much. Oh yes, that like I, I liked what they did in the second one. I just didn't think it was. Uh, I didn't think it was as interesting a villain. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, there's plenty of things to like in it. Um, except for Mark Strong dying, which should never happen in films, ever, even if he's it's- a bad guy. Yeah, it's so weird. They they went to all the trouble of uh, killing off Colin Firth in the first one to yeah. bring him back, 
to then kill Mark Strong. Like, yeah. is this, are we just going to be like passing the parcel in Kingsman 3? Is he going to die and is Mark Strong going to come back? Are we going to keep yeah. looping around? No, it, it's going to be Iggy who dies in the third one and the, the oh. two of them are alive. That's, you, you joke. Know. I bet that's going to happen. Yeah, I, I, I'm half joking. Like, it's, um, it's almost certainly a, a strong bet. Yeah, 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 yeah. It kind of should end that way, I think, as well, though. Um, it'd be a bit po- um, like poetic, especially now that there's like a Kingsman franchise. There'll be someone else to take over somewhere. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, and look, you know, I think that that franchise has quite a good future ahead of it. It's anyway. So, well, I mean, we were talking about the X Men series on. I think the first episode I was on, mm. and that series torpedoed after Matthew Vaughn left. Yeah, I mean. You like you can argue about like you know is Kingsman one better, is Kingsman two better? He knows how to make a decent movie. Kick Ass is a great movie. Like you know, he can make movies with beginnings, middle, and ends that get people excited. And there's unfortunately not a lot of directors who do that consistently. Yeah, yeah. Um, it it seems that like uh, directors seem tend to have like a similar kind of um run to musicians where what they produce when they when they needed to make money is very raw and very unpolished but very promising and exciting mm. and then they get a bit of polish but they lose a bit and they as they get more polished they just lose more and more of what they have and you know you end up and like by the time that they get to be established they kind of just lose uh, that and like it it's very. It's always nice when you see someone who's able to kind of keep, uh, yeah. uh, keep whatever flair they had. Exactly, that, and he uh, and he promotes kind of- other movies. Like he was a producer on uh, Rocket Man, and yeah. like obviously there's a connection there. Elton John was in Kingsman too. Like he seems to promote other people's films as well, which is also rare, like in Hollywood. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like, yeah. but I, I think that's just because that that environment has gotten so competitive. Yeah, because mm. like it's ba- like, it seems like the mindset in Hollywood is if you're not making a Marvel film, you're not doing anything. <laughs> you know, you're not working. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and like that, I think that's why there's so many like Hollywood insiders were going, God, why are there so many Marvel films? <laughs> well, I mean, that was that whole whole like rush of cinematic universes that came very quickly weirdly enough apart from the conjuring universe that's kind of yeah. held in there yeah it's like, the, uh, like but it's always the sleeper ones that have kind of retained yeah. like the fast and the furious and the conjuring are kind of oh actually like, yeah fast and furious that's you could call that a universe as well that's fair it, it is officially a universe now because the it has spin-offs now and everything so yeah yeah you know, like if if Riddick gets another two films, I'd call that a universe. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I'm probably going to see the Fast and the Furious movie, even though I didn't like the earlier ones. But ever since the fifth one, where it just becomes a superhero movie, I'm like, all yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Um, all right, guys. I think we're we're almost at time. We're nearly at the time, so <laughs> I think we've kind of touched on it a little bit. We but we should probably get to our own personal news to right. talk about for the uh the remainder of the show so there has been a bit of talk about it on the book of faces of many many faces <laughs> yeah. um so dara do you want to talk to us a bit more about uh, that news that you broke yeah so i found out during the week that we're going to be we're going to have our own panel at dublin city comic-con this year oh my god what 
Which is wild, guys. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So, and not only that, but uh, the time table came out as well, like way quicker than I thought it was. So, yeah, officially, we are on the Sunday at three o'clock in mm. uh, flo- room one, I believe. So, yeah, the oh, Thunderdome. Wow. Double check. Yeah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty cool. So, uh, what like. Uh, Brian, explain what the topic actually is, because I had a couple of people try to uh, reach out and ask, but I wanted to... What, what is this thing? Okay, cool. So, I mean, the title of it is Literally Everything is Wrestling. The the general idea for this is uh, Kian, as someone who doesn't know anything about wrestling, is going to be going, okay, I have a bunch of things I'm going to challenge you with to see how... Uh, if you could actually bring them around to being about wrestling. And this can be like broad stroke topics. It can be really, it can be super granular. Doesn't really matter. Uh, so is Harry Potter like wrestling? Yes. Yes. Yeah. What, like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. God. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's not even, that's, I, that's, we'll, that's we'll, not even hard. We'll, that's, that's, that's not even hard. Yeah. It's basically, it's basically a seven year feud that was building. <laughs> yeah. um, a la Daniel Bryan and The Miz. And, yeah. <laughs> so, um, and it's, that's basically, you know, the way, um, but I mean like, yeah, I mean, but you can pick it on anything, you know, however. Um, we only have one rule. Yeah. The only thing you're not allowed to ask is, is wrestling wrestling? Because wrestling isn't uh, wrestling. Wrestling isn't wrestling. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing that isn't wrestling. Um, but yeah, right. So that's basically the conceit of it. It's at three o'clock on the Sunday in panel room one. Yeah. So uh, yeah, and all the details are at www.dublincitycomiccon. If you have uh, suggestions as well. Yeah. If and will it be an interactive event, guys? Or yes, like- yes, absolutely. Um, we're planning on deno- of, uh, devoting a portion of the show so that the audience that's live there can ask, can they go, how about this as a topic? Is this res- How is this like wrestling? Yeah. And also, um, people, I would suggest that you at Kian if you're not going to be there and go, hey, challenge them with this as a topic for is it wrestling? <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, we want you as battle ready as possible. So ah, I see. Exactly. So we can show you how much is like wrestling. So how people can do that is they can at Nerd to Know Media on Twitter or they can email Nerd to Know Media at gmail.com and get their suggestions in. I think that's the best way to do it. 100%. Yeah, so that's kind of the big plug we have, the big news. So we're looking forward to it. That is uh, April, sorry, August the 11th. Yes. I believe. So, yeah, I pick up your tickets. Tickets are on sale. We'll be there anyway uh, covering the event, but it is pretty cool to have a panel and hopefully the first of many guys. So that would be fun. Yeah. Hopefully we can make uh, a return engagement at each of these. Be exactly. Oh, yeah. No, I'm excited for this. I've been going to Comic-Con for years. It's surreal to be, like, in it now. <laughs> yeah, it's strange. Maybe we'll do the Harry Potter one next year. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just like read because like I'm not. I am not taking a dog in that fight. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Victim was to... found with thirty ones stabbed into it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. He was expelling the armist until he was covered in enough fluid to drown him. <laughs> 
<laughs> the oh, forbidden man. spells, the forbidden curses. Oh, I have to. I, I don't know. I'll walk in with a shirt saying Harry Potter is terrible or something. But like, it better be a bulletproof shirt. <laughs> oh, the rain's vest. Totally healed up, you know, a la John Cena from to tell yeah. from uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One night stand. You see, everything comes back to wrestling, Kane. Everything comes back to wrestling. Everything. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. So uh, yeah, that's gonna do it for this week's show. So uh, if you want to reach us, go over to nerdsnowmedia.com, and you can find all the links there as well. Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, all that good stuff as well. So. Uh, yeah, that's going to do it, guys. So uh, for my two co-hosts, we'll talk to you next week here on Nerd Low Basis. Bye. See you next week. Bye.